0: We're all protecting you. We, we have, have all protected, protected you. you.
1: About my marriage? About what you told us With the mostest? What you told us I don't I so do ever bring you guys around Let me tell you something, the only thing. If I want to say that, I would have it I'm not really sure what I've done to you, though. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of This Week in Bravo here on the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Butterpop Network. Wow, that was a mouthful.
0: Always is.
1: <laughs> Always is. I'm here with my co-host this week, Armin. I'm Eddie Estrada. Armin, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Eddie. This has been an eventful week in Bravo, so I can't wait to talk about everything.
1: I know. We've got lots to talk about, and a lot of it has to do with one of our favorite housewives in New York, but we're not going to start with her. Today we are going to start with someone a little bit closer to home, which is Real Housewives of Orange County star Gretchen Rossi. So you guys know Gretchen Rossi. She's from OC. She's married to Slade um, Smiley, who she wasn't originally married to. She was married to someone else entirely on the show. Um, Slade was also married to someone else prior. They found love with each other. Uh, I actually met Gretchen and Slade um, when I worked on Millionaire Matchmaker because they came on that season I think to help I can't remember who it was but as someone was getting like set up on from the OC Housewives and they came to give like their two cents like what makes their relationship so good that they'll help the next person. They were
0: like consultants.
1: Yeah, they were like and they had a lot of Bravo celebrities on that season like helping – because it was a Bravo celebrity only season so it wasn't like randos it was like famous people getting set up by Patty. Like Oh, Sonia is that the season that uh, Sonia... Yes. Yeah, so yes. Met, that's where I met Sonia. Um, Didn't Kenya so do an episode? Kenya, Kenya did an episode. She was the nicest person ever. I love Kenya. Um Yeah, it was really interesting. There was a lot of different people, but they came on as uh, correspondents. Um, hopefully they got paid because it seems like they owe a lot of money. Uh, Gretchen is in danger of losing her OC home to foreclosure because she's behind on her mortgage payments for nearly... $26,000 that's crazy
0: that's a lot of money that's
1: a lot of money and honestly like I know she doesn't make a blind I think uh, they aren't on the show anymore I believe but like they still like have income right I mean Slade had an entire company before this they should be able to pay $26,000 on their mortgage payments unless there's like a money issue going on that we don't know about
0: you'd think they'd be able to put it together right
1: yeah, I mean, I would hope.
0: Speaking of oh, encounters ha- with Gretchen and Slade, by the way, didn't you just see them at Countess and Friends?
1: They were at Countess and Friends. And you know what? Let's talk about Countess Luann. Countess, Countess Luann. Um, well, Countess might ha- be having to enter tour a little bit early. Um, <laughs> she is having a probation violation hearing on May 23rd, which is coming up like in like two weeks, right?
0: Yeah, less than two weeks now.
1: So Luann admitted her to her New York probation officer that she drank two glasses of mimosas after a performance she had in Chicago. She was told she could immediately enroll in outpatient treatment after she failed um, her required test, but she declined um, due to her touring schedule. Um, so, and she also said the ankle monitor was too intrusive for her lifestyle. Did we see, did we notice that she had an ankle monitor on when she was performing? I didn't.
0: No, she doesn't have an ankle monitor, but apparently the probation officer gave her an ultimatum.
1: Oh my God. I, I, th- okay. I was confused because I was like, when they were talking about ankle monitor, I was like, wow, her dress has really hit that so well. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's why she had that like flashy black jumpsuit with the fuzzy slippers. You know what, Luann? I know you might think it's too intrusive for your lifestyle, but the outfits that you have. I mean, the one dress just has a slit on one side. She can hide. I mean, if she does the ankle bracelet on her right ankle, she's good to go. Because the dresses hide it. The jumpsuit hides it. It's perfect. But I mean, this is like, this is embarrassing for her. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we know she's not done drinking. She's claiming she's sober. This whole thing is a facade. And it's just upsetting to see on the show her trying to be like, I'm sober, I'm sober, and like be on this high horse with everyone when you know she's like not. And I think that's why Bethany's going to get so mad.
0: But I also understand Luann's perspective and what she's going through. She gave a statement to Page Six where she said that she takes her sobriety very seriously and that it's a daily struggle. And from what I've gathered about alcoholism and the difficulties with staying sober, it's that it really is a daily struggle. Every day is a new day. You kind of reset. And of course... Luann, I'm sure, in her mind, is trying to sustain it for a long period of time, if not the rest of her life. But it doesn't mean there can't be some setbacks. I mean, and the thing is, is like you've said, by the way, you've been correct in pointing this out. Luann doesn't do herself any favors by inserting herself into situations with tons and tons and tons of alcohol around her. Right? Yeah. Like
1: I mean, the Countess and Friends was literally a, a bacchanalia of dr- drunkery.
0: We said this, we've never seen more drunk people in a confined space. Obviously, her co-stars are drinking been, all the and time. And
1: I've been to Coachella, like, multiple <laughs> times, and I have not seen the buffoonery that I saw at Countess and Friends. By adults. Like, Coachella, at least, are teens. You got you got little idiots like James Charles there. This was, like, full-on, like, grandmothers. There was seven year old women there. Remember, it was her birthday, and she was like, all I wanted for my birthday was to see Countess. And, and just, everyone like,
0: is black out. People are drinking to not remember *Countess and Friends*.
1: No, like people were like seriously like on one.
0: So I'm I I imagine it must be difficult to be in those situations because I also am empathetic to the fact that she has lived this lifestyle for decades and it's hard to fully cut the cord on all that, right? Yeah. And. She still wants to do this cabaret show. She still wants to hang out with her co-stars and be around people who drink and not make them feel like they have to not drink to be around her. So she's trying to be accommodating in a sense. And I can see how that's difficult. And apparently she drank the mimosas after a performance, which to me checks out. Like I can see that it's a stressful day preparing. You do your performance. There's probably drinks all around you in the VIP room. Um, Because as we know, there was like a VIP meet and greet where there was another bar. And the temptation is just all around her, you know? She's not like putting herself in a bubble. But it's bad for her probation. That's the thing. That's the problem.
1: I mean, yeah. Like, let's be real. I wouldn't be surprised if she was drinking after her Los Angeles performance too. You know, everyone was there. So we'll see what happens with this. I mean, hopefully she has new support with her new boyfriend. Like this is yeah. This is kind of a huge story. Yeah. So, like, I'm a little bit confused as to how we don't know who this guy is. Is it the guy that like she was flirting with, like at as of Friends, like the friend, like the you know the the singer?
0: Oh, the I mean, guy from Wicked.
1: I I honestly don't think it is, but they I had mean, good chemistry
0: though on stage.
1: I mean, he was feeling it for sure. You know. <laughs> If you, guys, if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, we did do a Countess and Luann recap on our Patreon. Uh, so you guys can go check it out there. But it, I don't know. I, who is this mystery man? Have we seen him before? Is it a mystery man? Is it someone new, someone old?
0: It's pretty wild that in the age of social media, Luann has been able to hide a whole boyfriend. Like How, do, how is Luann, who has as much coverage as any housewife... Right. Because yeah. because of the arrest, because she's in probation currently and she's having to stay sober, but she's also touring the country doing a cabaret show and somehow she has hit a boyfriend in plain sight. I don't know how she's pulling it off. So I don't know. She He, he could be young. He could be old. He could be anybody. It could be Tom D'Agostino. Yeah. No, it's probably not Tom D'Agostino. It's though. not Tom we D'Agostino. Could, we could rule out Tom D'Agostino. We could probably rule out Harry Dubin. And let's rule out Ibiza Ray. even though I wish it could be Ibiza Ray, But we know he's a hot mess.
1: Ugh, oh, my God. Ibiza Ray would be, like, my dream. Like, I'm literally, like, squirming in my seat right now. Like, I'm like, if we could get Ibiza Ray back <laughs> on and that is Countess's, like, boyfriend and we really see the real issues about why she's having these probation issues, that's what we need. That is what we need.
0: How do you know? How do you know, <laughs> friends? Friends who?
1: <laughs> oh my God, he's perfect. He's such a um, drunken mess. I I don't think it is Bizaare. I think this no, is someone not. new. I think it's someone significantly younger. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I think that's really? what Luann is going for.
0: Why yep. do you think so?
1: Um, because I don't know. That's just who who she is.
0: She's always dated older guys, though. Or like guys around her age, you know, like Jacques and Tom. I remember Luann had a line about how the young guys were for getting laid, basically, and the older guys were for dating. Unless maybe she's decided to switch it after the Tom fiasco.
1: Yeah. Who knows?
0: Who Who knows? knows? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. We just have no info on the guy. Yeah. But we'll be monitoring it.
1: We will, and we will let you guys know as soon as, you know, she tells us weekly.
0: You know uh, who it definitely isn't, though, Eddie? Who? Jax Taylor.
1: Ugh, if only. If only. Because He's got a ring on that Mr. finger. He does. Well, not yet. He's just engaged. True. But he has been betrothed to wed.
0: Did you watch any of the Instagram stories of his bachelor party?
1: Uh, I I caught like one or two tweets about it, but I didn't really watch Instagram story, but I know you did. So let us know like what happened with Jax's bachelor party.
0: It was just a vintage Jax Taylor bachelor party. Everything you'd expect out of a Jax Taylor bachelor party, that's what you got. And we obviously don't have all the footage, all the moments, um, but from what I saw, everything checked out. Uh, You know, he had blow up dolls. It was a bunch of, you know, guys in a party bus, or a party limo, rather. They stayed at the Roosevelt Hotel. Although I did notice one missing person, Tom Sandoval.
1: See, That kind of
0: piqued my interest. I did some research, though, and apparently Jax is going to have multiple bachelor parties, and Sandoval and Randall Emmett are actually co-planning the next one. So I guess it's not that weird. And I was looking for Sandoval. I couldn't find him unless he was just off camera. But to dispel, I guess, these rumors that there is a rift between Sandoval and Jax, Jax did make a post on his bachelor party uh, giving Sandoval credit for a jacket he was wearing. So I feel like if they were in a full-on feud, Jax wouldn't go out of his way to be like, Sandoval, you know, thanks, thanks for the jacket. Thanks for my outfit. Thanks for the OOTD.
1: I, I do think like Jax Taylor could have gone crazier though, but Britney would have literally had his balls on a platter. You know what I mean?
0: I think they could have gone crazier, but all of that is off camera.
1: Yeah, that's true. They didn't they didn't want to show that to us. So
0: We only got so much. <laughs> but from what only I saw so it was little. set it was setting up for quite a crazy night.
1: Well yeah, we will see what happens when Sandoval and Randall throw their bachelor party because you know with, with that money pass money that Randall has it could be <laughs> it could be getting wild
0: we'll see what happens I feel like Randall's party is going to be crazy
1: I do think it's going to be something that we might talk about again so Jax yes you are having multiple bachelor parties and we will talk about every single one so
0: can I ask you about one thing that happened this week that I feel like is right up your alley yes because you've had a lot to say about LVP Oh, yeah. And apparently, Lisa Vanderpump ran into Kyle for the first time since yes. since that iconic, infamous meeting at her home at Villa Rosa. And all we know is that Lisa t- told Us Weekly it was okay. That's all we have on the meeting it was okay. So, Eddie, was... I want to get your opinion. What do you think that means? What is okay in Lisa Vanderpump's world? Do you think um, it was a cold encounter? Do you think they may have actually had a little bit of a conversation, maybe a little bit of a rekindling of the friendship?
1: I don't I don't think so. I feel like it was a hello, goodbye like goodbye situation. I That's it. Knowing yeah, knowing Lisa and knowing Kyle, I just feel like both of them wouldn't have wanted to you know, confront each other or, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it was not good. I feel like Lisa said it was okay just to curb any questions. I don't think it was okay. I think it was probably so awkward for everyone around, but I I just don't know.
0: It's so fascinating. I mean, they run in so many similar circles that this isn't the last they're going to see of each other, you know? And Yeah, do
1: you do you think Lisa's gonna come to the reunion?
0: I I don't I don't have I've my finger on the this pulse a of it. Times. I know you keep asking it. I just I can't predict it. This this is my thought on it though, because you have suggested that Lisa do a uh, video in or maybe a one-on-one with Andy. I don't want that. That's BS, that's half assing it. Either show up to the reunion or don't show up. Yeah. No middle ground. Um, because the one-on-one interview is too curated. You know, you yeah. could really tell your own story unmitigated. But the point of the reunion is to have a dialogue.
1: Exactly. Not to
0: have a monologue. We could get that through Lisa Vanderpump's blog. Apparently she launched her own blog or she's had her own blog. And so she's blogging. It's
1: ret- Yeah, it's not good.
0: So <laughs> I don't need that. We can get that in a different platform. Um, but come to the reunion. I hope she does. That's the thing. I really want Lisa to come to the reunion because I think it would be super compelling.
1: I think it would be too. Um I don't think it would end well for her, but we can see.
0: Yeah, we'll be tracking it for sure. And I'll make this prediction though. I I think Lisa and Kyle may become friends again. I really do. You
1: slowly, do.
0: Slowly but surely, you know? Like I said, they run in the same circles. They are going to run into each other so often. I could see it being like a <laughs> a, a a less intense version of Jackson Sandoval's season between seasons two and seasons three. After Jack slept with Sandoval's girlfriend Kristen, um, if you remember when season three opened, Sandoval explains how they had to work with each other and they just wouldn't talk for months, and it was super awkward because they hated each other. And then slowly but surely, because they were around, they were around each other so much. They just started talking and they became friends again. <laughs> so this is a less intense version of that. But I could see them just exactly. running running into each other over and over again. And eventually the history wins out because they have been friends for such a long time. We're talking a decade plus.
1: If you're that if the friendship really is that true and that deep, which I hope it is, then over time, time heals all wounds. But I, I don't know if it's that deep anymore. That's what I'm nervous about. Okay, now it's time for our favorite time of each week, and that's the hot and bravoed moment of the week. And Armin, as you know, this is the moment that you got, that got you the most hot and bravoed on your TV screen. So we have three contenders this week. The first is Jax versus James in part one of the season seven reunion. Jax was ready to throw br- blows in case he forgot. James thought he was going to and then backed up fairly quickly. Uh... Kyle tells Amanda about the cheating rumors about him cheating after he had already cheated once. And with them just signing a lease to move into a brand new $25,000 apartment. And then the final moment is Ramona asks her friend not to invite Sonia and Dorinda to her birthday party, (laughs) which was (laughs) iconic. So Armin, which was your hot and Bravo moment of the week? I'll tell you, all three of
0: these moments got me hot and bothered, for sure. But my hot and bravoed moment of the week is Kyle telling Amanda about the cheating rumors. And it's because it was so intense. And we talked about it during our Summer House recap. But we haven't seen something that raw and vulnerable on reality TV in a very long time. And it just made you feel uncomfortable, but in a good way as a viewer. It just brought you to this like emotional space that you're not used to. And it was just very dark. And for a prolonged period, it wasn't like a five minute scene. It was basically the entire episode. This moment carried the episode. and It did. It was just fascinating television, to be honest. So I'm going to give that moment my hot and bravoed moment of the week.
1: I agree with you. It was some of the best television I've seen in a while, but my hot and Bravo moment of the week has to be Ramona asking her friend not to invite (laughs) Sonia and Dorinda to the birthday party. I mean, the editors on Roni have been brutal to Ramona this season and I've been living for it because there's no more hiding behind the shadiness. It's really going to have Ramona confront her truth or her lies. Um, And I mean, it's just setting a precedent in housewives we really haven't seen before that you know, they're really going back and using a lot of flashbacks. This is something we've seen a lot on like Vanderpump Rules and stuff, but this is the first time we've seen it done really against a housewife in this, I think, almost aggressive sort of way. Um, but we'll see what happens because I, that's a reunion I cannot wait for. Um, before we end, I do have some very sad news for everyone um, that we I just received um Real Housewives of Miami mother Elsa Patton has died at age 84. No. Um uh, she in case you don't know, she was Marisol Patton's uh yeah. mother. She was known for her raw plastic surgery <laughs> uh and I mean it's it's a sad moment when we lose anyone in the Bravoverse. So um our hearts go out to Marisol and the rest of uh, the Real Housewives of Miami cast. She's one of the favorite
0: moms in, in Housewives history. I think I was everyone just saying loves that. Elsa. I think yeah. I was
1: just saying when if we did like a mom's um Housewives All-Star like class, like Mama Elsa would have been on it.
0: And she was just so funny. They would film Mama Elsa on her own. Yes. I remember there would be a few parties and there was the Mama Elsa cam just back at home and she'd be muttering to herself, doing her own little thing. Um, Because she had so much character, so much personality. Oh, man, that's really sad news.
1: It is really sad news. But And with that, we end this week in Bravo for this week. If you guys never want to miss a single TWIB episode, please make sure you guys subscribe also to our Patreon at patreon.com. We also have so many other fun things over there, like we're doing a recap episode by episode of season two of Real Housewives of, not Real Housewives, of Vanderpump Rules season two. So please make sure you guys follow there. Uh, Make sure you follow us on our social media on Twitter and Instagram by searching hot and Bravo. That's H O T N B R A V O D. And that's going to be it for this week. We'll see you guys next time.